Ricolo. No, there's no Ricolo here. There'll be no c- c- cough uh, lozenges needed. I will. I will enunciate and speak crispy, crispy and cleary. How about that? Uh, welcome to the Harland Highway. I am Harland Williams, and today we're going to be talking about wild, crazy stuff like money, banks. When was the last time you were in your bank? Uh, and when was the last time you played Monopoly? We're going to talk about those things. Uh, we're going to talk about food. Uh, not only uh, getting the wrong kinds of food in your mouth, but getting food delivered. Uh-huh. And speaking of delivered, we're going to talk about cars and watching movies in cars, which isn't right. And then we're going to talk about the number three. Did you hear that everything happens in threes? I don't know why it does. Is it a good thing or a bad thing? Or just a nothing? See what I did there? I had to say three things because everything happens in threes. Um, And speaking of threes, how many computer ports do you have in your computer? I've got like 20 million, and I don't know what any of them do, so we're going to plug into them and see what all the ports in my computer do. And then an unwanted, uninvited, annoying guest drops by the studio today. Oh, this guy drives me nuts. It's all here on the Harland Highway. Welcome to the Harland Highway. Relax. Get ready to have fun. What we've got here is failure to communicate. One cheeseburger with everything coming up. You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. Look at me, Damien. It's all for you. This is Harland Williams. I'm a human being. God damn it. Hey, 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 everybody. It is Monday. What a treat. What a treat. You ready to kick off another week? Uh, what a weekend I had, man. I went to a movie by accident. I know it sounds silly, but I went to a movie totally by accident. I kind of, uh, I got lost going to this movie. I, I, let me explain. I'm driving down the highway, and I get behind this nice SUV. And on the headrest, in the back seat of the SUV, and this is at nighttime, so I can see right in the window, on the headrest is a little TV screen. I guess like one of these little uh, liquid digital flat screen TV screens. And Pirates of the Caribbean 2 is playing. Dead Man's Chest or whatever it is. And I start watching it. And watching it. And watching it. And I'm getting into the movie. And it's a three hour movie. And um, when the credits roll at the end, I'm in San Diego. Yeah, I followed this SUV all the way down the highway for three hours because I got reeled into this movie. I got caught up in it. Oh, what an idiot. What an idiot I am. And then I I didn't know where I was. I got lost. I'm driving all around. I finally get back on the highway. When it rains and pours, I get in behind an Escalade. And there on the back seat, they're playing over the hedge cute little cartoon. I guess I got a soft spot for that stuff. Oh, man. I ended up in Dallas, Texas. I couldn't stop watching the movie. I, no more movies for me. Stop playing movies that I like. 
on your SUV because I want to get home. Show me that wild look in your eye, boy. Come on. Oh, we have so much work to do. And if that's not a problem enough, how about this problem? Everything happens in threes. Okay? Uh, Who came up with that saying? Everything happens in threes. Does that mean um, you're destined to be married three times, divorced three times? Um, You know, uh, is... uh, are you going to get a raise three times? You're going to get a new job three times? I mean, how can you generalize? What about everything happens in fours or twelves or what, you know, sevens? And a lot of times you hear that. Uh, this is what freaks me out, man. A lot of times you hear everything happens in threes when two people die. Okay. It's like whenever celebrities die, it's like, oh, uh, you know, uh, Michael Jackson died and Whitney Houston died and uh, everything happens in threes, man. I mean, uh, who wants to put money on uh, on Samuel L. Jackson? Huh? Anybody? I'll take a hundred bucks on, uh, on uh, Kevin Costner over here. But it's scary because does, has it ever happened in your world where family members or people you know in your circle of friends or whatever, right? Maybe two people die and you're like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Jim died about three weeks ago. Okay. And Carol died last week. Right. So that means one more of us is going to go. Oh, my Christ. I've got to get to 7-Eleven. I mean, doesn't it put you on edge a little? Whoever came up with that saying sure put the fear of God into me, man. I'm I'm at the point where even if I don't know people, like if I'm watching the news and it's like uh, so-and-so died in Hawaii and some celebrity died here and some newscaster died or... Some politician died. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm next. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, that uh, Republican uh, senator from uh, Cincinnati died. Oh, my God. And um, down in Texas, down in Texas, that uh, famous poet died. I'm next. Oh, my God. I better write, I got to update my will. Call my family. Hello, Mom, Dad. Yeah, I'm going to die. No, I I don't know. I don't have any tumors. I don't have any leukemia. It's just two have died and I'm number three. Yeah. Well, everything happens in threes. What do you mean I have a third parent? What? I've got two dads and a mom? What? Oh, no, everything happens in threes. I've got two dads and a mom. So I don't know, man. I wish that saying would go away. It's almost it's almost like too uh, prophetic or whatever whatever the word is. Is it prophetic? I don't know. I know I know Rossi is gonna call me on this one. <laughs> oh God, I get mixed up with my words. Maybe I should be number three. Um. So hopefully, hopefully, as you're going about your daily routine. Uh, and a few people you know around you might have kicked the bucket. Um, 
you know what? Just go put a life jacket on, take some Bayer aspirin, uh, renew your life insurance policy. Go, go have a heart test because I don't want you to be number three. Maybe like number three million, but not, not number three. Who are you? The new number two. Who is number one? You are number six. I am not a number. I am a free man. Mmm, <laughs> this is delicious. Mmm, what a yummy steak. Oh, I gotta have another. Oh, oh, what was that? Oh, what was that? Oh, it's like a thing in my head. Oh, honey, hold on a second. I got like a piece of bone or something. Yeah, you've had that happen, right? You're out to dinner. Got a beautiful plate of food. Everything's going great. Having a great romantic conversation with your date. All of a sudden, your mouth just stops. All right, what's with the mystery chunk? Yeah, there's something in your food that just doesn't belong there, right? Piece of bone in your hamburger meat. Oh, or the worst of all, you're eating scrambled eggs. Nice and soft and gooey. It's like pudding. Oh, my God. Was that a piece of shell? And then it gets stuck in your molars, and you've powderized the eggshell. Oh, one of your favorite dishes, too. That's that's when it's the worst, when it's something you love. Certain type of sandwich, you're just digging it. Mm, mm, oh, wait a minute, whoa, 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 what's that? Oh, my God, what's that? You pull out, like, a hair, or worse yet, like a whole wig. Whoa. And it ruins that dish forever. You can never go back to it. Thanks a lot, mystery chunk. Chew with your mouth closed, people. Keep it real. Real tasty here on the Harlan Highway. Space. The final frontier. This... Are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise her five-year mission to seek out new life, to find strange new demented universes, to boldly go where no man has gone before. These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. Kirk! Excuse me. Kirk, what are you doing in my studio, I am Captain James T. Kirk, the Starfleet Commander of the USS Enterprise. No, you're not. I slipped out to get a can of Coke, okay? I go down the hall to the cafeteria. I've been working hard on the podcast. I just did a bit about food chunks, and I was talking about... I must interrupt. That's my theme song. No! It's fun, yeah, mission to, but no, stop! You're not doing any theme song. Now, I was telling you, I was in the middle of a podcast. I go down the hall to get a Coke. 
I come back and you're sitting at my console. I'm afraid this is the bridge of the Starship Enterprise. They're five year there's no five year mission. How do you get in here? Roger! Why are you here? I'm here to tell the world about my new Star Trek underpants. What? I've created new underpants, stretchy black underpants that are filled with elasticity and can repulse, repulse, repel space beams. What? What are you, you're, hold on. You broke into my studio, the bridge of the Starship Enterprise. No, my studio, bridge of Starship Enterprise, my studio, bridge of the, my, you broke in here. So you can tell the world about your new Star Trek underpants? That is correct. They're black. I know. They're black, and they're elastic, and they're rubbery, and they're very, very tight. They're squishing my buttocks together and pulling my testicles. Stop it. Stop it. Pulling my testicles up. Stop talking about your testicles. I must let the world know about my new black, elastic, tight Star Trek underpants. No! No, 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 no. This isn't the platform for this. Okay, this is a professional podcast studio. I find that hard to believe. Looking around, there's a sandwich on my console. It's not your console, and that's my sandwich. Egg salad sandwich all up right next to the phaser beam switch. I... No, it's not a phaser beam switch, okay? That's a volume knob. I seriously doubt that. I think I might have to get Mr. Spock up here. No, you're not getting Mr. Spock. Spock, please come to the bridge. Spock, no! Get, you know, get out of here. I can't even believe I'm entertaining this. That I would waste one second. Of my, you know, I have listeners, Mr. Kirk. That's Captain James, Dick, Kirk, and the start. You don't have to tell us. I have listeners that I have a responsibility to do. Get out. Get out now. Thank you. Unbelievable. I must blast your egg salad sandwich. I must destroy your egg salad sandwich in my black tight underpants and squish my buttocks and raise my testicles. Get out. You hear that empty noise, that wind blowing through the emptiness? That's your bank. Yeah, that's your bank. When was the last time you were in your bank? I don't know. Maybe you were there yesterday. I don't know. But how many of you have not been in a bank for ages have you thought to think about it with, with the uh, dawn of credit cards and ATM machines and debit cards? I mean, do you really go inside a bank anymore? I mean, sure, some of you listening have probably been in a bank today or it could be in a bank right now. But for the majority of us, when was the last time you actually walked into a bank? Do you think anyone's even in there anymore? 
you think there's tellers standing there? There's just like dust everywhere and spider webs and little critters running across the bank floor. You know, like creaking chandeliers and creaking floorboards. Maybe there's an old skeleton slumped over a desk, right? I mean, people are doing all their banking online now, and, and it's all computerized and digitized and internetized, if that's even a word. I wonder if banks are just using up real estate now. It's kind of odd. When, when I was a kid, man, I used to go to the bank all the time. I remember that's all you could do. I remember I'd kick off my weekend. Friday afternoon or Friday, early Friday evening, I'd go stand in the line at the bank to get my 20 bucks out of my little account. I had a little savings account with a little uh, little passbook. It looked like a passport. little green book that said TD on the front of it. And it kept track of all my numbers. It was so simple back then, right? There was $458. And I'd go up to the little counter, and they'd have a deposit slip and a withdrawal slip. And I'd fill out the withdrawal slip, $20. Here we go weekend. Yeah, that's right, $20, man. That was like a big, good, old-fashioned weekend. 20 bucks? are you kidding? And I'd walk up, and there'd be a huge line. I mean, it was just like a Donkey Kong line, back and forth, back zigzag. It's like when you clear customs at the airport. And, uh, my goodness, you would stand there. I would stand there for hours, man. You would stand there for, you could stand there for 20 minutes, half an hour, sometimes an hour, especially on a Friday. And you'd give him your little slip and you'd interact with the teller and she'd look at your ID and you'd sign stuff. And then she'd like go back and verify your $20 withdrawal slip. And then she'd open her little drawer and then she'd take your little book, your little bank book, right? She'd shove it in a machine and be like, make a bunch of noise. And then would print out exactly what you had left. And if you had any interest on your money, it would there'd be a separate little call. Be like, oh, $3.42 interest on your little savings account. And even though it was a pain in the ass, it was kind of fun, and it, it, it kind of felt like you were totally in control of your money, and you're on top of it, and the only person that ever dealt with your money was you, and it was all in one spot. And as much of a drag as it was, you never kind of willy-nilly just like walked up to an ATM machine and, ah, give me 250 bucks. Give me 400 bucks. Give me 100 bucks. Give me 80 bucks. Ah, just shove my card in. No, I don't want a receipt. No, don't keep track of it. Just give me, give me, give me. Right? And you just kind of, you kind of lose track of it. So that's my question. When was the last time anyone was ever in a bank? <laughs> I feel bad for bank robbers, man, right? They show up, they're like, okay, man, you got the guns? Yeah, you got the bag? Okay, you got the ski mask? Okay, here we go. Ready on three? We burst in the door. We tell everyone to freeze, okay? One, two, three. Huh? What the? Hello? Hello? 
going here, man? What do you want to do? I don't know. You want to go uh, get jobs or something and make some money? Yeah, I guess. Let's go. <laughs> so there you go, man. Maybe I'll go to the bank and cut out early today just to see if it's still freaking there. Hello? Advance token to the nearest railroad. If you pass go, collect 200. If you land on the railroad and you do not own the railroad, pay the owner double the price of what the railroad is worth. <laughs> you gotta figure someone in the Trump family came up with Monopoly. I don't know if it was Daddy Trump or Granddaddy Trump. That has Trump written all over it. You're playing a game for real estate. You're moving around the board as a little race car, a thimble. Little Scotty Terrier, or a guy on a horse, or there's a battleship, and then you start buying up property. You snap it up everywhere you land. Ooh, I got the electric company. Ooh, I got the waterworks. Ooh, I got Kentucky. I got New York. I got Ventnor. I got Boardwalk. Huh? What? Yeah, you heard me. <sighs> I got the Boardwalk. Yeah, not even Donald Trump dare go on boardwalk. You can go around that board 300 times, you never land on the boardwalk. It's like you could own it, you could be the big hoity-toity, but no one ever comes to visit. You have a better chance owning Mediterranean and Baltic. You know those two cheesy ones right on the other side of the boardwalk? You got the high end of town, the Beverly Hills boardwalk people on one side, and then you pass go. And right on the other side it goes where all the scum lives. Yeah, that's the low-rent district, baby. You put enough hotels on that sucker, boy. Ooh. You can take Boardwalk down. Slowly take over the neighborhoods and the streets and the town and the city. And soon you own the whole world. And pretty soon you're God. And you can do anything you want. But everyone else is gone and you're all alone. You gotta fold up the board. And you're just a regular citizen here on the Harlan Highway. Yahtzee! And speaking of games, you ever uh, play the game of trying to figure out what all the ports are in your computer? Have you, have you ever looked on the side or in the back of your laptop or your tower or whatever you have and you notice there's more holes in your computer than gopher holes at a golf course? It's like, oh, there's a there's a hole. Wait a minute. what's that? That's like a little rectangle. Okay. And there's one that's kind of an oval shape. And then there's one that's really long and has a bunch of little tiny little holes in it, like pinholes. And then over on the other side, there's a couple of little round ones, and then there's a slot, and then there's four more rectangles, and then there's uh, a thing on the front, and uh, there's two on the back, and then, oh my God, there's more holes in my computer than you'll find in a Swedish whorehouse. <laughs> that's, that's, not, that's not pretty. So I have no idea what the all these damn holes do, so today... What we're going to do is we got the computer sitting here in the studio and I'm just going to I'm just going to start plugging stuff into them and see what happens. Let's let's try this one. I'm going to let me try plugging this. Uh I'll put this USB cable 
into this hole. Here we go. And... A cord. A chainsaw. Okay. All right, enough of that. Let me unplug that. Let me unplug. Let me unplug that. Okay, so that little one uh, has the chainsaw for my computer. How about this one? Okay, yeah, a horse. Uh, let me try this long one with all the little holes in it. I, I don't. I have no idea what this big long one is. Let me see here. Ooh, wait, let, let, let me do that again. I think I put it in crooked. Here we go. Uh, let's try this uh, one on the other side, this little uh, rectangular, rectangular, <coughs> rectangular one. Oh, yes, yes. I love crack. I'm absolutely cuckoo for crack. Okay, I obviously plugged that in wrong. Let me try this one more time. Here we go. Oh, yes, yes, I love crack. I'm absolutely cuckoo for crack. All right, I guess that was... This is just crazy. Let's let's try one more, and then I've had it. I've had it with all the wires and the ports and the gizmos. Why do they call them a port? Shouldn't a ship come in or something? Let's, let's do one more, and then I, I'll never figure it out. Here we go. Let's try... This one right on the front side, right side. Here we go. Okay, and I'm done. Uh, don't know what kind of hole that was or port, uh, but I'm done. I'm done. I'm, I don't need to know what these things do. Great. As long as I can send emails and play solitaire, that's all I need to know. Thank you, computer. Oh, listen to that. You hear that ticking noise? Sounds like you're in a haunted house. In the hollow hallways, there's an old grandfather clock ticking, echoing. It's getting louder and louder and louder. And you know why you're hearing that clock ticking like that? You know why. Because you just ordered some food. You ordered some delivery. You've been starving. And you didn't want to cook. You wanted to come home and just take it easy and relax. And have some warm, delicious food brought right to your front door. And you ordered an hour and a half ago. They told you it would be there in 30 minutes. 40 max. And they're late. And all you can hear is that clock ticking. Where's... My food. Tick, tock, tick, tock. Every second, it's making your stomach growl and get tighter and tighter. And there it is. You don't care anymore. There's your food. Yay! And just like that, nothing matters anymore. You're going to gobble that stuff down like a werewolf eating through a pack full of British housewives. Happy eating, people. It's time to munch here on the Harland Highway. <laughs> yeah, it is time to munch. <laughs> it's time to go get my eat on. Oh, man. 
What a uh, what a uh, wonderful podcast we had today, if I do say so myself, Mr. Williams. Well, oh, 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 Charles, oh, 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 oh Nelson, yeah, Riley, oh, oh, oh. Um, oh, good times, good times indeed. Hope you had a good time. I know I did. Uh, covered a lot of ground today, man. Um, and, uh, and, uh, tell your friends and family, uh, give us a call at 323-739-4330 is our, uh, hotline. You can leave a message or you can write me at harlanwilliams.com. And while you're there, check out our store, the Harland, uh, Williams, uh, online store, all kinds of great merch for you there. And pick us up on Stitcher Radio. Uh, that's right. Stitcher Radio is a free app for your cell phone. And uh, you can download that and listen to the Harland Highway wherever you may be. And speaking of wherever you may be, I don't know why I'm saying it like that, where you may be, if you happen to be in Pittsburgh, April 27th, 28th, and 29th, Check me out at the Pittsburgh Improv Comedy Club. I will be doing stand-up live uh, and also a little bit of sketch comedy. That's like a double whammy show. And uh, you can get your tickets from improv.com. Just click on the Pittsburgh link. And uh, that's April 27, 28, and 29. Hope we see you there, man. And uh, you know what? I'm going to get my food, and guess what I ordered? You'll never guess what I ordered. That's right, a great big bowl of chicken chow mein, baby! Sir, on behalf of us all, we thank you.